Hello, Internet. You're listening to the In Your House Comedy Podcast with the Babyface and his fellow funny friend. Now hold on to your butts. Keep your arms and legs inside the podcast at all times. Prepare to have an autographical orgasm in three, two, two. Welcome everybody to another episode of the In Your House Comedian Podcast, the show where I sit down with one of my fellow funny friends from around the comedy circuit. I am your comedic babyface and general dickhead as we all know, KD Hinken. I am joined by the one and only Mr. Liam Feldman. Tell them about yourself, like the comedy-wise stuff. You been doing it, you've been doing it a while, haven't you? I've started in March, so not that oh. long. Oh, yeah. okay. I've done like a dozen gigs, so pretty new. It's fucking annoying how many of these new people come up and it's like, you're, you're just better straight away. God well, damn it. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't feel like that a lot of the time, but no, I appreciate it, that. It never feels like it. I never yeah. would have thought you'd only been doing it that long, so I, to me that seems like a compliment anyway. No, it, it is. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. I had like a bit of a hell gig and then uh, <laughs> like some hiatus. <laughs> Um, oh yeah please tell me like if you've had like some like bad gigs already please tell me because there's some weird gigs like in general around well i um i did a gig at uh santiago's in leeds have you been there it's name sounds familiar it's like a small gig it's like one where most of the audience are comedians yeah Uh, and i did some some pedo material there (laughs) (laughs) always the case it went it went down really well there so Mm. i was like oh i'll do that in nottingham and uh I, I didn't even get to do the bit. I just said, oh, I'm going to do some pedo material, but I don't know how to segue into it. Yeah. And I just said this, no. <laughs> and then and then two women got up and walked out. And that was a third of the audience. So it was, uh, and I just fell apart. Luckily, it was at the end of my set. But yeah, that was... Uh, well, at least you did a smile thing, though, and left, like, the pedo stuff till the end. Yeah, I don't know why, but I didn't think I didn't think it would be controversial. Oh, weird, that paedophile yeah. humour, controversial. Well, how well, strange is that? Well, the bit is, like, it's about how, like, there's a lot of pedos in show business, and I, I, I'm sick of pedos because they're so talented. <laughs> that, that works, I like that. And uh, and there's a, a Louis Frew called A Place for Pedophiles, and it's about this place where all the pedos live in America where there's no schools or nurseries, and I'm doing this bit. I'm, I'm Wait, is that actually real, though? Yeah, place? it's real, oh. yeah, yeah. Oh, fucking yeah. hell. No. And uh, so the bit is like, I bet it's got a great art scene there. And like <laughs> yeah. They got like a freaking, um, uh, like a fucking school where they're just building up musicians and presenters. They're building up, what else is that? Um, okay, I can only think of the two that Gerbs used the other day, so I'll give him credit for them too. There's other things that present that paedophiles do, isn't there? Or in children. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to talk about pedos all day, but yeah, that, that, that was a hell You don't gig. want to talk about pedos all day, how no. strange. I mean, another hell gig I did was, um, did a gig uh, in Brum, and uh, all of the audience were there to see uh, their mate who went, yeah. so they put him on last, so everyone stuck around. And, That's uh, a smart thing to do. And he said, it was really good, but it was like a lot of dick jokes and stuff, and... Uh, I didn't. I obviously didn't know they were there for that stuff, and I did a lot of stuff about anti-Semitism and Iran, and yeah, it was. Uh, it was that. That was my first ever like silence. Cause yeah, yeah. I think that was my second or third gig, and my first gig went really well. 
And it was a classic kind of, oh, all this stuff works and is really funny. Yeah, And you yeah. go and do it somewhere else and then you just... It's like, like oh. a double-edged sword, isn't it? It's like going into the bookies for the first time, putting £100 down and winning. You're like, oh, I can do this every time! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's exactly it. No, but it's completely true, that man. I mean, this is the thing. I learned this very early as well. And it's the kind of thing you hear that... Um, a different audience can find your stuff hilarious when a different audience can just... It's just different people, you know. Yeah, and you've got to kind of, like, prejudge people. Yeah, you it's, do. It's you bad, do. but you've got to, like, look <laughs> at them and be like, oh, maybe you'll like this, maybe you won't. Yeah, it's hard. It's very fucking true, though, it is. Like, the whole reading the room is literally just judging people. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> pretty much. But, yeah, that gig, uh, oh, it, was, it was awful. I, f- I fell apart, and... At the end, I went to put the, the mic back in the mic stand, and this woman in the front row went, well done. Mm. And that was, mm. like, the most, mm. the most cutting thing. I'd rather get someone get angry or walk out. Yeah. But, like, pity is the... It's painful, isn't That's it? Best, but yeah, I, I mean, it's not the best. No. Better than none, I guess. Mm. Sometimes. I'd rather nothing. So, it's only sex that works, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pity sex is fine. <laughs> I didn't realise you were King's Eve boy as well, are you? So, uh... I was born in Birmingham. My family moved when I was about three years old to Derbyshire, so I grew up in the countryside. Mm. But then I moved back to King's Heath and lived with my cousin for a couple of years after uni. Okay, I did feel like there was a bit of posh in you, so that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, well, to be, I don't think I'm posh, but maybe no, compared but no. to Birmingham, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm quite this posh. is the common of common. Yeah, yeah. just to clarify, I look at the camera as if it's another person and I talk to That's it. all right, hello. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, I'm using a new setup now, though, so before we couldn't see ourselves on it now we can okay which if you're a vain bastard like me it's amazing i yeah. love it i just stay out myself all the time anyway forget you fair enough i saw something you did on facebook okay earlier today i was like i'll go have a little look at a few little things oh no and i respect it and also think you are fucking crazy man you watched all of the Lord of the Rings in one go or something? I did, I did yeah. I got furloughed and uh, I, I thought I'm going to help out. So I did a, a sponsored Lord of the Rings marathon. It was like 11 hours and oh, it, is, fucking hell. it was hard. Yeah, I can imagine. It was, it was very difficult. Yeah. Are, you, are you a fan of Lord of the Rings? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so know. even then it was hard? Yeah, oh, even <laughs> then, yeah. But okay. yeah, it was, uh, that was hard going. Probably next question in that case, then why are you a fan of Lord of the Rings? Why? Why not? <laughs> I hate Lord of the Rings. Oh, well, So I'm much, man. Go. It's just like 11 hours of people walking to a mountain. Well, I mean... I mean, when they're going to get there as well, they're like, oh, the eagles, we can fly back on. I, I don't want to fall out, eagles. KD. But, <laughs> but no. 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 There's actually a reason behind that, though, why they couldn't fly the fucking eagles. Well, I think... Why in I, the first place? I imagine, because at that point, there was no one in Mordor. To shoot at the eagles or anything like that. It was not. No, I can't remember. Yeah, well, <laughs> I've seen it many times. When they like, jo- it's actually the thing that there was like no one around by then, so that's how they could get in. Yeah, so they couldn't have yeah. got them nearer though. Yeah, they could have yeah. got out a lot of walking. <laughs> yeah, fair. Okay, fair enough. That yeah, is yeah. fair enough. Couldn't have gone the whole way, but a little bit nearer. I mean, Frodo has some little legs. Mm. He looks like he would have got tired. Big feet, very big feet. He had a he had a mission during that time from what I saw he did <laughs> but yeah it would have been a shorter film a, a better film too but. <laughs> I'm sorry have you watched the um, fine one yeah like I went into it with quite low expectations and yeah. I kind of enjoyed it it yeah. was uh, like there's a lot of like flaws to it I, I said it was like um, 
cross between Hollyoaks and Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, it was, but it was okay. I haven't watched it. Like, um, that's the thing. I'm not. I've just never been into like the fantasy stuff really. Game of Thrones was like the first one I really got into because I know it's not really fantasy, is it? But it is kind of as well. Yeah. So I think the one thing that bothers me with a lot of the fantasy stuff. Um, it's like fantasy is supposed to be like the idea of like anything and all that, but yet it's supposed to be you know fantastical. But yet every fantasy film kind of follows the same fucking thing. You got mm. some orcs, you got some goblins, you got yeah. some owls. It's, it's pretty cliche. Yeah. If you really think about it, but most things are, I suppose. Most, <laughs> oh, yeah. most films uh, follow the same kind of someone. I mean, we do comedy. It's literally very cliche to be A lot of it is. Yeah. Say something. Say something different. Say something. Say something different. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So come to our shows. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Do you have any plugs you want to do? Anything uh, got coming up? Um, what have we got? This will probably be out in about a week. This one because it's a lot easier to edit now. So I'm doing a gig in Litchfield on the third of November. So, um, yeah, a guy I know has set that up. Um, but I think that's about it that I've got booked. I need to get better at booking in gigs. Uh, yeah, I keep I'm trying to do this. like one or two a week. Uh, but. It's hard to find them sometimes, though, man. Mm. Like they're starting to get a bit more um, better now from what I've seen in us. Like mm. I've got um, coming up. I got on the fourteenth. I'm doing something for Michael Linwood, and on on the fifteenth of November, I'm in King's Cross for Harry Dean's way. I'm getting better at getting the gigs, but then forgetting to write any fucking details whatsoever. So I don't know where they are. King's mm. Cross, that's London, I think. Don't know where the other one is. So, have you done many London gigs before? I've done a few. Yeah, is it is it very different to kind of the Midlands ah, it's, They're all kind of different, but kind of not at the same time, mm. you know. I, I always feel like this. People are kind of the same wherever you go. It's more, for me, it's more like, not so much the area, it's whether you're getting, you know, like the upper class or the lower class. Mm. Personally, shockingly, I much prefer playing to the lower class. Mm. <laughs> I almost feel comfortable there. <laughs> very comfortable. <laughs> But at the same time, it's fun kind of taking the mick out of the posh people too. Yeah. And I've heard that it's some of the posher areas you get more like abuse from and people are kind of like a shitter audience a lot of the time. Like yeah. I've heard a couple of stories mm. of, um, oh, where is it? Stratford on Avon? Yeah, yeah. That's quite posh, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and apparently like I've heard some horrible shit going down there. It doesn't surprise me in all honesty. Um, I did one, uh, um, I was doing a gig recently at the Brass House on Broad Street in Birmingham. Yeah. Uh, it's been cancelled now. Uh, yeah, I, d I did one of yours there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but you did one... It was you, like two or three weeks ago. Was it the um, one with Just P or...? No. Okay, so you did the no, first there was one. A, there was a magician. Yeah, I was the first one, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was tough because like when the football's on, like people, <laughs> people, there's people with like they've dedicated their time, they've got a talent. There's like a there's there's a competition there. It's hard to compete. Yeah, with that. and especially when the pub are paying you money to put it on, but they're not putting up the posters you give them anywhere. Right. I mean, you've got literally Broad Street people walking across the whole time. And all you need is a little placard outside saying "Free Love Comedy" inside. Yeah, that's all you need. I was expecting to see at least anything. a chalkboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then the two weeks after that, on the next one, um, it was the Tory. What was it? The uh, Tory conference conference thing. Yeah, yeah. And it was right there. 
uh, literally outside of the brass house, there was like where they got uh, the police were with the guns and shit. So we literally had to fucking bang your security for that gig. <laughs> but we also had a lot of Tories in there too. And I think they were part of the reason as to why some people complained. Apparently, uh... some people complained, but part of what they said was that the staff thought that a lot of the jokes were racist. Now, I'm not saying that anyone can't complain about things, but I don't know if an all-white staff are the people to say if some jokes are racist. I well, don't know if they are. I'd have to hear the jokes, yeah. Well, okay, yeah. to be fair, you would have to hear the joke. Mm. <laughs> was it one of yours or someone else's? No, oh, they didn't say particularly whose it was or anything. Right. Um, I didn't hear, I don't remember yeah, hearing any... Yeah, don't name them, I don't want to... No, they no, didn't. Yeah. Um, I don't remember hearing any fucking anything bad, though. Mm. That's the thing, man. That's one thing that I have learned through doing comedy. All these people apparently get offended by stuff, but it's never the people that actually... A, a lot of the... Offense is very fake, basically. Yeah, people get offended on other people's behalf. Exactly, yeah. But I, I like, I'm not, I, I don't have like a strong opinion, particularly, because I, I yeah, do yeah. think like you get it wrong. Like, exactly. we, we, we all yeah, get yeah. it wrong, and you should Definitely. like be able to accept that in yourself yeah. and be like, yeah, I shouldn't have done that or whatever. Um, That's the idea yeah. of growth and like talking about it and all that. Mm. A lot of people don't even want it to get to that kind of point anyway, though. Yeah, they're like, oh, this is comedy. I'll say whatever I want. Oh, in that, be, oh, in that sense. No, oh, yeah, yeah. There'll be no <laughs> repercussions. You can't. Hold on, there's, a, there's a difference between um, a racist joke and just a shit joke. Yeah. They're, they're, they're two different things as well. Mm. <laughs> I should know. I tell a lot of shit jokes. I like shit jokes at the same time. I like a proper dad joke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Fair>. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. I, I like one line isn't that, but it's not. I don't know what kind of style would you say your stuff is. Um, it's a good question. I was trying to think of that on the way down. Like, I'm not mm. massively into one-liners. Um, more just like of trying to get a funny perspective on something. Yeah, or, yeah. Or just trying. That's that's kind of what I want. Something a little interesting. If you've got something interesting to say. Uh, opposed to this word sounds like this word <laughs> um, kind of thing yeah w w how long have you been doing comedy um five years now yeah but it's like two years of the pandemic and so it still doesn't feel right to say that yeah uh, something like that anyway four, four somewhere between four or five years anyway and and how have you seen your comedy kind of changed do you think you Completely. started off doing yeah. yeah um it's weird like I used to have an idea of the kind of stuff I wanted to do, like the, I don't want to say highbrow or like, but like making like, you know, specific real big points that I wanted to talk about, like, you know, like the more political shit and all that. And then I realised very quickly that I enjoy talking about stuff properly, like on podcasts and that. And when it comes to gigging, I just like being a bit silly. Yeah. I just like being silly. It's really yeah. fun. Silly, <laughs> silly is underrated. Yeah, and yeah. And I think a lot of comedians... Are trying to be clever mm. or cool. There's so many cool comedians, and I'm sick of it. Like, uh, yeah. oh, you can be cool and silly. I mean, come on, well, yeah, <laughs> come on. <laughs> yeah, I should have thought of that before I said it. But, <laughs> but uh, I think there's a there's a, a big, yeah. Like, no, I agree, man. Completely. Um, one thing I would say about like um, comics as well, which I we all do it. But um, I think it's good to try and be aware because I try and remind myself all the time not to be snobby with comedy, you know. Mm. As soon as you start doing it, it's like, oh, well, I'm in it now. I know what's the best kind of comedy. Mm. There's so many YouTube people. There's two YouTube people I listen to um, that sometimes, like, they're, they're comedians, I think. They're comedians anyway. They're saying, they talk like they're the best comedians ever. 
because they'll listen to like so many different comics and that and be like it's not funny like why are you making a joke about that it's like they're successful comics Mm. You're not. I mean, let's, let's let's be honest here. Yeah, <laughs> they have a better idea apparently of what's funny than you. Or mm. at the very least, you can't say you all you can't always know better than these successful comedians. Like you I, know. I agree, and I respect anyone that goes up and does something. Oh yeah, you, yeah you've got hard, to, man. You've got to do something terrible, like a hate crime, <laughs> for me to be like, okay, I, you shouldn't have done that. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I found with mine, like I started off. Like, people kept telling me it was, like, quite dark humour, what I was doing. And uh, I never thought that I had a dark sense of humour. Yeah. Uh, But I think part of it was, like, subconsciously wanting to do something dark. And then if people don't laugh at it, then they're kind of prudish or easily offended. It was like a self-defence mechanism. So I'm trying to pull away from that now and do more silly stuff and... uh, yeah, kind I know of. you mean exactly. To be fair, because mm. I think I did a lot. Well, I, I still do, I do like. I don't feel like the stuff I say is particularly offensive, but a lot of people get offended by the shit I say, or I don't feel like a lot of the stuff I say is. Which there's always people that will get offended by shit you say or have an issue with it. Yeah, I've never heard any of your stuff and thought it's offensive. You might there might be a subject that is a little. Uh. Uh, no, I mean, but at the same time, I think it's a lot of it's how you say it, and mm. people can normally tell if you just, like I said, if you're just being a bit silly, but you also have a bit of a, um, like, I, I, I couldn't get offended by anything, put it that way. People could say anything to me, and I would, just wouldn't be offended. Yeah. So I have to remind myself that other people have emotions. Mm. Yeah. And I think there's something to be said for that, like, you build up a character or a context in what yeah, you're yeah. doing, and the way you deliver stuff can make it acceptable yeah but when definitely. you're starting out and you're trying to do oh, some dark yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. and you're because you're, you're so nervous you're not yeah. delivering you're not thinking about how you're delivering it mm. so it just seems straight faced and, they, yeah, yeah, and, and they're like true. oh this guy actually means this. this is like a horrible speech that this guy's doing <laughs> which could sometimes work as well though yeah yeah <laughs> those nerves don't never go away i'm waiting for them to go away but oh, no, no. you've been waiting a long time mm. and well, when you die yeah like, yeah yeah. I'll get really drunk, but then you just got nerves you're going to fall over, so it doesn't help. Yeah, I've done, I did a gig after a few drinks, and uh, I'm, I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> yeah, it did not go well. I'll tell you what I do, like my general thing. If I go to a gig, and you know, when you get there, like you said earlier, it's just the comics and stuff, you know, they're the kind of gigs where I'm like, okay, I'm going to get wasted tonight then. Mm. Makes it more fun. Like, yeah. I'm just performing to the guys. Like, it's just more of a fun thing. So, I'm going to get wasted. Yeah, there's it, something it, to be said for that. It is fun. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed a couple of people prepare stuff for gigs where it's just comedians. Like, mm. they'll talk about comedy or, like, yeah, yeah. Doing pre- like one guy just did impressions of comedians. Uh, that oh, was from great. the circus. Uh, well, more like professionals. Oh, okay, but yeah. it was like, <laughs> he was like, I'm not going to do my material. So he just did an impression. It was really good. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes, like, um, some people are great at crowd work. Yeah, I can't. Like, uh, Caven Cars, have you seen him? Yeah. He's yeah. fucking great at crowd work. Yeah, he's really good. I really like him. Uh, yeah, um, he, he did yeah. a good job. Because there was one of your gigs at the Bill and Ball, and I think it was the first time you were using um, the mic. So it oh. was kind of, it was... Yeah, yeah that was, and the, there was a the guy other guy who, set up, wasn't it? Yeah, there was a yeah, guy yeah. that went up first, oh. and it was... The it, old it, dude. Yeah. And it, <laughs> like, it, the, the energy in the room was just crazy <laughs> after that. Like, no one could recover, but Kayvon went up and 
uh, yeah, he did well. Um, yeah. And he was the only one. I was up there. Everyone kept being like, are we done yet? <laughs> Anyone that went up on yeah. Bill and Ball managed to do something decent, then I respect the hell out of it. <laughs> yeah. Anyone that went up on that yeah. stage full stop, I respect the hell out of it. Mm. <laughs> I've got to say, that was one of the gigs where the first time I went, I opened the door. There was no there was no comedians there or anything. I very nearly walked straight back out. I wouldn't have blamed you. Yeah. Wouldn't have blamed mm. you at all. Mm. <laughs> and I'll still put you on here. Yeah. <laughs> nah man you get a lot of weird gigs I think that honestly I think that's part of the fun of it the weird stuff that comes from it the weird stories you get the weird people you meet as well mm. like comedians are weird fucking people the weirdest yeah the weirdest people I've met yeah they make you feel sure. kind of normal don't they yeah 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 and even when a gig's gone bad I don't regret it like nah. e- even the gig where I died on my arse and I was talking about Iran and anti-Semitism. <laughs> I thought it went terribly, but then at the end, this woman came up and she was like, oh, I'm Iranian. I'm really glad you talked about Iran. And I was like, how bizarre yeah. is yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. I, I go, <laughs> I, I eat a bag of dicks and then this person's like thanking there's a, me. There's a place for everything though, man. Yeah. Like just, that's the thing though, is I mm. think too many people at the same time, like even though I like being silly, I think too many people also think that they have to be doing like joke for joke for joke for joke as well. Mm. You can just have like a minute when you're talking about something like stuff like that as well. Yeah. And then you go into something, you know, um, <laughs> weirdly, anti-Semitism made me think of Kanye then. Yeah. Um, have you uh, seen that? I, I haven't seen it, but my mate, oh, <laughs> my mate just messaged me. He was like, oh, I'm sorry to about Kanye. I heard, I heard you were good friends and stuff. And I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But yeah, I, I I haven't heard what he said. But uh, I I watched the whole fucking thing with him and Piers Morgan, the interview, the uncensored one, and I'm still not really sure what he said. It was like an hour and something long. It, um, what was he actually? His point was he kept. I've never seen Piers Morgan throw somebody at bone so many times and give them a chance to say no, no, I didn't mean that. This is what I actually meant. Mm. So many chances, and in the end, he was like. So you knew it was racist when you said it, yeah. So why did you say it? Because it was racist. So, uh, all right. <laughs> right, yeah. I, I mean, the guy, he seems a little unhinged. That's um, one word for it. And, uh, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's hard because some of the stuff he's done is genius. Like, See, people it, say that, and I don't know where, when, like, what. Like, College Dropout album. Like, a, a, a few of the albums, I think, have, have been I like God Digger. That was a good song. Yeah. That was yeah. him, wasn't it? Yeah, and he was like, yeah. I think he started off as a producer, didn't he? And I think he was good at that. Literally. Um, I've always heard people say how like amazing he is. And I love hip-hop, I love rap. I I, I like one of his songs. I, I honestly do not get it about him. Fair enough. I, it's yeah. just past my generation, I think, as well, though, because, like, I don't know. Like, I'm like, uh, Naughty's rap was kind of like the last point mm. for me everything after that I didn't like the way like beats are made after that I didn't like the style of the producing like even the new Eminem stuff I don't like a lot of it because of the beats in the back and that yeah I haven't heard oh. much of that new stuff uh, I mean I'm not a big hip hop fan but I yeah. like Kendrick Lamar have you heard any of his stuff uh, he's one of the um, better rappers that's come about in my opinion he's, you don't hear much of him anymore do actually do you do you not oh, he my, not my brother's lately? going to see him in Birmingham soon uh, he's, oh, he's, okay. he's coming to Birmingham oh uh, yeah right hold on I just keep forgetting we just can't have the pandemic especially in America aren't they they're mm. still getting out of it kind of so yeah that yeah. makes a bit more sense actually but no he's good he, and he released an album not long ago uh, what kind of music are you into more than L- loads L- yeah name uh, some of your favourite artists okay I'm a big Bob Dylan fan okay yeah, so okay. Uh, and then The Clash, more recent. Mm. I don't know, like I like bands like Radiohead and people okay. like that. Um, but yeah, I, I listen to everything. Yeah, I mean, that's more my kind of swing than anything. Like, I, I prefer like 
I grew up like around goth and I'm more of a metalhead than anything. Well, what? That's one thing I've never gotten into. Really? Yeah, uh, like that kind of metal and like dubstep. I've, uh, I mean, that's completely different. I, I, I know, okay. but they're the two. <laughs> yeah, when I yeah. think of stuff, I don't really... I can't... The thing with metal is like, I'm just like, anger is not like an emotion that <laughs> I really want to <laughs> have in yeah. my ear. Um, uh, don't get me wrong. It's good for the gym. Right. It's a badass. And it, well, it's, it's okay for the gym, actually. It's not even that good. I prefer, like, uh, pop punk and all that kind of shit for that. Right. But metal is good. It's very technical. I hate the singing, personally. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm not into that. I don't, more than anything, though, I prefer, like, um, like you know, your, just your hard rock. Um, anything like pop punk, you know, Blink and all that, like classic pop punk as well, up to, like, hard rock is more my kind of swing. Yeah. But then I love, I fucking love hip-hop, too. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I saw Blink One Eight Two were like doing mm. a reunion tour. Yeah, and, yeah. Like tickets are like six hundred pounds or something like that. No, that's probably right. I actually got to um, see the original lineup like, just before they broke up. Right. So I was really happy about it, man. Um, yeah, yeah. And just when I was going there as well, um, who was it? Uh, All American Rejects turned up. Right. Like, just surprise, uh, a surprise thing as well. It was a fucking great one. But then he went off to like the Tom went off to do all the alien stuff, didn't he? Alien that? stuff. Yeah, he went after like um, I can't remember what the company was he started. He was a part of. Um, like I was Star like looking for aliens. Yeah, yeah, <sighs> that does ring a bell. Um, mm. But I mean, everyone was when he did it, and especially Blink themselves, they were like, "What are you doing?" And that, like, you know. But he, you've seen like some of the videos that have come out over the last like few years, mm. the UFO videos. I've heard about them briefly. I mean, I, yeah, I'm, I don't really know anything about. Yeah. But he, he was yeah. actually part of getting them all out, though. Right. Not just him, but like he actually did have something to do with it. Hence why they were a bit more like, um, okay, maybe it wasn't not saying okay, maybe aliens exist, but maybe you weren't completely crazy for doing what you were doing then. Right. Do you not know? so seen any of the videos at all? I've 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 heard it briefly talked about on podcasts and stuff that people like army pilots are spotting stuff. Is it crazy, man? Like some of them are like yeah. the actual videos. You see, like, you know, um, this thing, like, you've got, like, 140 knot wind going everywhere. This thing just staying completely static in the air, turning, and, um, like, no plumes of thing from anywhere, like, no p- uh, propulsion at all, like, just kind of, so, it's just really weird. I don't look at it and naturally assume it's aliens. I think to look at it and say it must be aliens, that's a bit, you can't say that. Right. I mean, and people always say it must be aliens in a UFO. It's like, well, it could be a drone. It could be from somewhere else. It could also be from our government and they just don't want to tell you. Yeah, I'd but, probably err on the side of that. But like, they have been around for like 40 years, though, which is the thing. And nor every other time we've had um, technology we didn't know about, um, it's kind of bled through by this point, you know. Because mm. the type of way, like, it, it's fascinating, like, the way that they actually think that they move, like, that uh, the they um, kind of warp the gravity around them. Right. And it's essentially, um, obviously I don't know, but um, the idea is that rather than, it's weird, it's like rather than them flying, it's basically that they're making the rest of the world move around them, the rest of the universe move around them. They're not, obviously, but from their point of view, their perception, that's what's happening. That's why, like, they can slam around and do all these crazy moves without smushing in there, or the machines can do it without smushing, you know, whatever it is. Well, good luck to them if they, if they are aliens. <laughs> All the best to them. Yeah. 
Yeah, welcome. Fucking, it fucking bothers me how little people give a shit about that I mean, with these I, videos. Like, I, I feel like my mom's exactly the same. I feel like if there were aliens, it would be like you you just kind of accept it. Like, people have like, like like the pandemic. It was like <laughs> oh, and now it's just like oh, no one wants to hear about it anymore. After aliens came down, after a couple of years, people were like fucking hell, stop talking about the aliens. <laughs> Shocking how quickly people moved on from it, man. Like. I, I like people always say this like we won't believe aliens exist until they land um, on the White House or whatever and come out the ship. Fuck off, will they? Won't believe it then. If they won't believe it, they'll be like, oh, it's CGI. Mm. It was a, a man in um, green face. I don't know. It's some fucking people. <laughs> <laughs> Are you happy we got a new prime minister now? Um, <laughs> not really. I think yeah. I I think I preferred Liz Truss for all really? the damage because it was like it was kind of bad for the Tory party. They looked really poor, and I was like, "Yeah, can we just keep keep it as this <laughs> for as long as possible?" I'm I worried mean, that people are gonna start respecting. What? Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> respecting the government, and we don't want that. I mean, let's be honest, that ain't gonna happen. No, well, <laughs> that ain't gonna happen. I hope not. <laughs> it definitely won't happen. I actually quite like Rishi. He was the one I wanted originally with um, Liz Truss. I don't even know why. I think I just liked his face. Well, I I'll always have a soft spot for him because I got furloughed, and you know, uh, voting uh, Labour yeah. all my life, and then the Tories pay you to stay at home. Like it did cross my mind. For all we know, though, Labour could have paid more. They could have, you know, they could have. Rishi, the only the one thing I liked about him was. He's a guy that's made these cost of living payments happen originally. Right. The 326, and then there's like another 324 one coming in like just over a week or something. Like that's something. That. You should, it shouldn't be sniffed out, I suppose. No, that's, I yeah. mean, that's good. You know, this is the thing. A lot of people, um, I mean, I don't I'll get into why I dislike the government, especially this Prime Minister. He's already annoyed me. They're not being honest about aliens. No, that's, that's, that's what it is. That's, that's what, what it is, is, totally. That's definitely what it is. Tell the truth, <laughs> Rishi. My God, what the fuck are <laughs> um, I, don't, I? I think if aliens are real, I don't think they have any fucking control over it or even know any more than us anyway. Mm. I think that's the most interesting part of it, if there is anything to it, is that they're as much in the dark. That's the one thing I've learned about the government through the whole of the pandemic and stuff. And this is why I don't believe in... Mo- I, I, I'm fascinated in aliens, I'm fascinated in conspiracy theories, all that kind of stuff. People naturally assume that means that I believe them all. I'm fascinated in them because of how stupid most of them are. And more than anything, I don't believe that the government have enough fucking, um, uh, you know, like that. They have control. Control. Yeah, they don't have control. They can't keep their shit together. They don't have control of the economy. Exactly. They like to tell us that they do, but it's crazy. They have no idea what's going on. Yeah. Okay, I mean, even this... um, I mean, this is a separate thing, actually, but I keep thinking about it because I only learned this, like, um, part of it yesterday and a bit more today, like, about Rishi. I didn't realise how rich that dude was. Yeah, how, how rich is he, then? Can you remember the yeah. figures? Yeah, 783 million, wow. his net worth. Wow. His net worth. But his wife, apparently, is already a multi-billionaire, but most of it's offshore because she doesn't pay taxes here. Mm. So the Prime Minister's wife doesn't pay taxes. Well, she didn't, but I think she's had to now. I think I, they were like, oh, this looks I terrible. Don't, I don't know. Yeah, maybe not, maybe not. No, I haven't heard that myself. But I suppose the, the one hope is that he's that rich that when he starts like giving people proper benefits, he'll be like, that's such a small amount of money. Oh, yeah, you yeah. You take that, totally, and totally. Then, it'll, then we'll all be a bit better I'm, off. I'm sure that's definitely going to happen. Yeah. Do you know one of the things that he's involved in financially? Uh, I would guess if not. 
cars? <laughs> They're not that broad. It's, okay. it's something that's been very in the news over the past like few years. Pharmaceuticals? Yeah. Oh, he is? The specific one. Moderna, the actual oh, is he? The vaccine. Oh, wow. So, wouldn't be surprising if all of a sudden now we start getting more calls for more boosters again. Do you know the only people that are actually calling um, for the fourth lot of boosters are the actual pharmaceutical companies that are making I'm not money? I'm surprised. Yeah. yeah. Every, yeah. All the other medical things have said you don't need the next booster. Because like, there's already been three, I think, you know. I've that had point. three. Um, yeah. And like the third one, I really took because I was going on holiday and. And they needed it. I'm kind yeah, of wrong I'm, with it. I'm like, ambivalent about yeah. the the vaccine, but that's just another thing that got really like politicized. People got very angry. Like I've I've got a friend uh, that didn't want them at, at all, all yeah. and like got a lot of stick for it. Yeah, I, I can like, imagine, well, especially at the time. Yeah, body. yeah, um, yeah. You're right. It became like a whole thing. It was like um, like like I got the vaccine. I got one done. That's all I've had. Um, I didn't see the point of, like, the, from when reading into it, I, was like, I don't think I need the boosters personally. Like, from a certain age and certain health, you don't need as many. Like, you know, it's the little bits I don't point out because then they get the money. Um, but, yeah, I mean, th- th- that was the thing that bothered me. The only part that bothered me about it is when I heard about the vaccine passports coming out. I didn't yeah. like I didn't like that. I, I, what made me really angry was um, that they were going to fire nurses and yeah, doctors yeah, yeah. if they didn't want the vaccine. It's like after all of this, now you're gonna do that. Like, I, I, that, See, that made me angry. It did, but at the same time, I was also thinking: surely, if you're a nurse or a doctor, you should want the vaccine, because aren't you supposed to trust the where it's coming from? Do you know what I mean? Well, and, if on, they on, don't trust it, how do we? Well, that's the thing. On the <laughs> flip side, like we trust them with our medical mm. health, but we don't trust them with their own. Almost. <laughs> and I mean, part of it was spreading the virus. Yeah. But apparently, I don't know if this is true, someone was telling me that studies have shown that taking the vaccine didn't hold the spread of the virus. It doesn't at all. Yeah. It didn't hold the spread at all. It did nothing like and that. And that's why I took it originally. I was like, I'll, I don't feel like I need it, but yeah, I yeah, want to help yeah. out. I'll, I'll take the vaccine. And then you learn all it does, if anything, is turn you ninja. <laughs> turn you ninja? Turn you ninja. You don't even realize, you, you can have it without even having any symptoms or having any, you know, you don't feel ill at all mm. because you've had the vaccine, but you still got it. You can still spread it. Yeah. You just don't realize you've got it then. So if, have you I, like, There's nothing wrong with that, but. Yeah. Like, well, so there's nothing wrong with the idea of the vaccine and then not having it. It's fine. Like, that's just what the type of vaccine was. But for some reason, they made it out to be a whole different thing. Mm. It was almost like. Almost like the mis- the information was all over the place. They didn't really know what they were saying for a long no, time. No. <laughs> Almost like that, you know. Yeah. Do you I, know? So good. I was just going to say, I wonder what it would be like if they had been open and honest. Like, we we have no idea what's going on. Yeah. yeah I don't well, know. I don't know, actually. Yeah. I would have respected that. I would have respected like, it. Oh, this is a great leader. <laughs> they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Boris. Well, Boris is the one that could have got away with it. Yeah. I, couldn't I mean, that's something to, to be grateful for, that he's not he's not coming back in. I thought you were going to say the boy's got COVID. <laughs> well, <laughs> That yeah. too. Mm, yeah. <laughs> no, it didn't kill him off. Mm. I actually don't hate Boris that much, in all fairness. I think, um, yeah, it's... Uh, I hate the Tory I, party I, I, now. Yeah, I, I don't know. Each one has got their own little... From David Cameron to Theresa May. I think the whole system... They all have their own different... The whole system's fucking broken, man. Like, is what I, I keep saying that, yeah, be now, uh, after, like, 12 years of Tories, it'd be nice 
to have Labour let them have a go I think that should be the case now I also don't think anything much will change I, 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 the system's just weird to me like the whole idea of you know you have the MP parliament thing and you go in and like the voting on stuff and that but then not even everybody has to turn up at the very least turn up to your fucking job that is that's uh, the least yeah that is very odd Hmm. Yeah, I just don't. I mean, hopefully I'm wrong, but I've never seen any evidence in my life of much changing mm. for better. Anyway, I don't know. I'm not too apathetic. I am a little bit, but I, yeah, I can't. I don't want to completely uh, give up on <laughs> give up on it all. Oh, think it's all. Hey, mm. This is the annoying thing, though. I say this all the time when it comes to people as well. People piss me off, but then. They'll do something nice, and I'm an optimistic bastard, and I can't help but be optimistic. I agree. Yeah, I, I, I have that mentality. <laughs> it's annoying, well. ain't it? People are nice. People want. People do, are lovely. People want to yeah. do good. Ninety-nine percent of the people I meet are fucking lovely. One mm. percent of dicks, but you know, go yeah. on Facebook to find them. I'm sure most of those MPs have gone in with like good intentions. Uh yeah. You'd like to think at least. Well, I do think that's the case. Yeah, but then at the same time, it's like good intentions for who? Uh, but at the same time, I get it too, because if you're from a different, like, say if you're an upper class person, it's very hard to understand what it's like lower class. Yeah, like, that's there's, the thing. there's, there's super... no frame of reference. Yeah, yeah. It's like refugees. I have yeah. sympathy for them. I have no idea what that's like. Mm. And the way I look at a, like a, a millionaire, they probably look at us with the same disdain and think, oh, these bastards. I wouldn't blame them to be fair. Just going to the pub <laughs> and doing all this. <laughs> Yeah. When Rishi was um, the other day he was doing an interview, and um, or some, I don't know when it was, but I heard it like yesterday, um, and they said like he was on about friends that he's got, and he's like, oh, I got friends, you know, from uh, the upper class, middle class, working class, and he's like, well, actually, so not working class, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Is that right? laughs> yeah, that was when he was younger, and you oh, could see, it? yeah, you oh, could, okay, yeah, so he's like, a, I think he's like a student at that point, and he's been with back his back. dad, okay, and he's, uh, you could see his dad like a little like, oh shit, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, don't be too honest. Oh, in that case, I respect that if he was younger. In that case, then, yeah, because it's just honest, yeah, yeah. And if you got money as well, you just, like I said, you just, it's a different world. Mm. Like, I'd much prefer coming from poorness because I think then you just obviously appreciate money at the same time. But it's, True. But it's easier to blow it to, I don't know, I was on about this the other day with, um, who was it? I think it was Nate when he was here, um, about being new poor. Uh, <laughs> Newport, the yeah. always sunny in Philadelphia. Films. Oh yeah, the caravan. I was just about yeah, to say yeah. the caravan uh, <laughs> episode. Yeah, that's I couldn't great. remember which episode it was. Like I've only w- I've watched all through those series like once, which is why I can't watch the new series at the moment because I think I just overloaded my fucking brain with it. I can't even remember which was that the one. Which one was that? So I think um, a caravan is parked outside of the uh, the bar. And they're all complaining that this is the new poor and they don't even know how oh. to be poor and they shouldn't be parking their yeah. caravan here. <laughs> yeah. I love that concept though, like the new poor and that. It's so fucking true. Mm. It's so true. <laughs> I'd love to see like someone like Boris, like legitimately trying to be, um, like you know, living on benefits, for example. Well, I heard that uh, like Liz Truss is going to be getting something like a hundred or hundred and fifty grand a year for the rest of her life now. Just because, one of those 45 days. Because she was Prime Minister, yeah, you get Fucking this. Fucking hell. Which is, <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, like, now, I'm like, fucking, she played a blinder, really. Well, I know, no, fair, yeah. If I, if that was in my contract, I would fuck up on day one. 
You know, um, that's a fucking good point, actually. Yeah. You know, what I think it's hilarious, though. 45 days, so she's already the shortest serving Prime Minister in history, mm. only beaten by somebody that was finished off by God rather than the people. So who was that then? I can't remember the name, but he was four months and then died. But four months is longer than... Yes, I'm saying, like, oh, right. she, she outdid someone she out that was... Even that guy, right. ...taken out by God rather than the people. Mm. But um, people forget that, like, what, a week, a week and a half of that was delays because of the Queen dying. So it shouldn't have been even shorter. Mm. <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah, it's been an eventful year. Really? I mean, all years have felt quite eventful, but when you think about it, the Queen, Liz Truss, it's been a big year. Liz Truss just feels like it hardly happened now, to be honest. Mm. I, I saw something written down earlier with her name, I was like, who was that again? And I had to remind myself, so. Um, but I mean, but was that the third female Prime Minister as well? Yes. Yeah, she didn't do well for that, did she, though? <sighs> no, but... We need another Thatcher to make it right now. Well... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Let's hope not. I, I mean, as you say, Margaret Thatcher's the one who took the milk, weren't she? Yeah, and kind of left a lot of towns oh, in she the bad, north, she? in the Midlands. Well, I mean, like, p people will say what she did was necessary. She closed down the pits and stuff like that, but all those, all those communities, like, never really recovered. The pits? Like, the, uh, the mining Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm guessing it was one of those kind of things when he changed so that whoever was there at the time probably would have had to because of the Maybe. safety stuff. Or Maybe, yeah. I don't know. I wasn't I wasn't about for no. that. <laughs> yeah. How old are you? Uh, I'm 30. Oh, okay. Yeah. What about yourself? 31. 31. Yeah, I'm the elder. Yeah. <laughs> you would never afford that from the conversations. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, are you a Halloween fan at all? Because like, from time of recording, I mean, thought, what, literally in like, Three, four days. What, what day are we on now? It's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, five days. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big Halloween guy. I'm, ah. I don't like doing fancy dress. Like I'm going to a party on Saturday, and hmm. uh, I've been moaned at heavily for not dressing up. Are you going to? Uh, well, I was. I was gonna. See, one of the benefits of having a bald head is that you can <laughs> do interesting <laughs> stuff. So okay, I, yeah, I was yeah. gonna. I was gonna paint my head as Planet Earth. Um, it's not really scary, but I thought no, was, cool. I've I always like wanted to away. do it. Um, I like it straight away. Uh, another another idea I had was to like fashion some kind of backboard and a ring and paint my head as a basketball. Uh, <laughs> I think that would be good. <laughs> That's really fucking good. That one. That's uh, really good. But um, <laughs> luckily, my mate texted me and he was like, "Oh, they're not really doing fancy dress this year," <laughs> oh. uh, which. I'm glad, because if I turned up with Planet Earth <laughs> and no one else... If you normally don't dress up, though, and they normally do, and they're not this time, you should go against the grain completely and dress up. Like you should go right. balls to the court. Yeah, but That's I also cool. just can't be bothered. I think oh, part, part of it is laziness, <laughs> and I don't want to spend money on like a, oh, man. an outfit. Do you know my way, though. I, I love the creativeness of um, Halloween, like going to like a, um, like a charity shop. Just finding random shit and be like, I, I don't like being a character. I like more like you were doing, and like you know, just making something up. Mm. What were you gonna do with the Earth one? No, just Earth. Or were we gonna yeah, have just, like just the bombs? Earth? I just like the idea of like I even thought you could do it as a, a, a character on stage and just be like really angry, and the Earth is like <laughs> I'm gonna go at people for like being on Facebook. I don't know. But you could throw, you... pla throw plastic bottles at people. Yeah, like, take exactly. them back. You fucking. Yeah, yeah, you could write something with it, I'm sure. You could definitely write something. That'd be quite fun, actually. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I'd love to do like little character bits like that on stage more, but it's just, 
deciding on the one and then doing mm. it. And then if it goes well, you've got to keep doing it then. Yeah, you don't want to be typecast as exactly. the earth. That would be bad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I guess. Yeah. But I, like, I, I do like... I, I want to set myself challenges with comedy. Right. Like, I've never used props or anything like that. So I want to try and have a go at doing different things. Good idea. Things. Yeah, 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 experimenting, man. Yeah. Have you, have you done any experimenting Oh, yeah, years? I've done loads of random ones. Like, um, uh, I'm trying to think of something. Like, right at the beginning, I remember I did something where I had, like, papers, and I was just throwing them off one by one, and then there was something, like, at the bottom of it, and uh, something about a dick pic. I was turning around, it was a Richard written on it, and that was it. <laughs> something stupid like that. Um, I don't know, I've done, like, I, I've done, like, uh, poems on yeah. stage. I like I like poems. I've done raps on stage. Does yeah, songs. I've heard some of your raps. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, the the one that I tried to do on that night, weren't it? But the mic was fucked up. I found out. Yeah. It was like none of you could understand me. Oh. Yeah. Get, get to appreciate BB BB Gun Shelly. That's my rap name, BB Gun Shelly. BB Gun Shelly. Yeah. Nice. It's not. I just decided it is now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that like singing. I don't know. It's just I think it's fun to just do anything really. Yeah, that's the beauty of it, is the freedom. Exactly, yeah, like, yeah. You can literally do whatever you want. Uh, like, have you ever done any other kind of performing before? No. 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 I used to do uh, music before. I okay. A drummer, um, which I love. I love music and that and performing. But it's just, you can't just stuck at the back, you know. You can't mm. really do that much. And my friends knew the kind of shit that I would say, so they would never allow me to have a live mic. Really? Yeah, and I don't blame them at the time, because it wasn't the place, I guess. No, <laughs> I was a, not really. And I was a bit more immature back then as well. Yeah, especially during a song as well. You oh, no, not during a song. <laughs> you yeah. don't want to be out. <laughs> hey, this time. <laughs> I couldn't do it during a song. Oh, it's so hard to like, even sing and like, do anything while you're drumming, man, if you're going like, properly. Yeah, because it is like... Uh, I used to be in shape, yeah. 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 <laughs> and to be able to sing at the same time is uh, incredible. Yeah, you'd have, I don't even know how you'd do that. Like, it would have to be like a chill beat or something. One of them would suffer either way. You yeah, know. Who, who's that guy? Anderson Pack. Have you heard him? He's a, no. he's a drummer and a rapper. He's really Ooh. good. Like, I've, I, I would recommend you listen to that. It's, okay. it's great. What's it called? Because that uh, does sound interesting. It's Anderson. Yeah. And then uh, Pack is spelled P-A-A-K. Okay. Got a K in there too. I like that even more. Mm. The fuck after my own heart. Mm. And apparently, like, uh, sometimes he doesn't drum. Mm. So he has, like, a drummer on stage doing the band. And then occasionally he'll, like, just kick him off and do his own drumming. I always yeah, feel bad yeah. for that guy. He's like, oh. getting paid either way. <laughs> yeah, He's true. good. That's true. <laughs> no, I, I, I've had a dream about that, like, just doing a comedy show at some point, incorporating a drum kit. I don't know how it would ever work, but I'd be so happy if I could Well, you can do your point. own fiddle. Yeah, because yeah, I can you do can that. Just do that. <laughs> just that. And that, like, if you do it enough times, it becomes funny. Yeah, yeah. well, I suppose. Yeah. I'm at the moment um, teaching myself keyboard so I can do that on stage. Okay. Because I love the whole, as you know, like I said before, I like, like singing and stuff on stage, but it's just when you've got a backing track, once it starts, you've got to kind of just go. So you can't just stop if somebody does something or there's something right, funny to yeah. focus on. You're like, stop and stare at Even just that. And then carrying on again, you know, like it's. Yeah. Fun, but with a track you can't do that. With you got the keyboard, you sweet. Fucking yeah. hard though. I've seen some really good uh, music comedy acts. I could play a bit of piano, but I'd like that's one thing. Musical comedy is not, is not for me. No, no. I like it and I don't like it. Like I, the stuff I like doing, I've noticed is not always the stuff I like watching. 
if that makes sense. Mm. Like, do you know? Mm. Um, have you ever heard Lynn Smith? Um, she, 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 she's a comic. Yeah, yeah, she's been yeah, on the circuit. Yeah. Uh, she uh, she does a song about how much she hates musical comedy. <laughs> yeah, I think is, I do know what you mean. Actually, great. yeah, I yeah, really, yeah, yeah. I really rate her. I was um, when I first got into comedy, I was uh, just about to say it was uh, there was a girl that I was seeing that was also a comedian, and I don't even think she does it anymore. Um, she had a great bit where it was like she had a guitar there the whole time, and then at the end she'd be like, "I'm going to sing a song now about my ex or something like that." She started like, and it's like cunt. Bye. That was it. So good. And was that the end of a set? Yeah, that was the end of oh, it. Right. I think she used it at the beginning, but I was saying, like, no, do yeah. it at the fucking end, because that's mm. such a great fucking closer, that is. Mm. Bang, especially if you've got the guitar there the whole time, you know, nothing else of it. Mm. I, I'd love to be able to play guitar, but I cannot do that. Can I get my head around that? No? Nah. So it's, it's too fiddly. In the fi- I've got weird fingers, so it's, it's really strange. Uh, it's it's painful when you're learning. Like yeah. I don't I don't really play. My brother plays, but like whenever I've tried to learn, yeah. I'm like fucking hell. I can play but bass. His, his fingers are like I don't know. Yeah, really I can, tough I, now. I can play bass guitar like the big strings. That's see because you know it's a bit more. But it's when they're all small and they're oh, like okay. fiddly. It's like trying to do this all the time. It's like the, yeah, picking is yeah. yeah it's hard. It's not, well, it's the the fingering. Mm. Not do that end. That end. I'd rather to learn it the way like uh, Joey uh, Phoebe taught Joey. The crab claw, right? Yeah, that yeah. seems my kind of way of doing it. All the letters confuse me and everything. Mm. So, how long have you been playing piano for then? Or keyboard? Uh, just like, like three months, four months. Okay, <laughs> like a proper new teaching. So it's not ready for. Oh no! For comedy, yeah. No, 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 no. I, yeah. I really, I really enjoy just playing. So there's a particular song I have already where it's to the tune of um, if I um. If I only had a brain. So that one I need to learn. Everything else I can just make it up. I like You've making sure. You've sung that sure. before, I think, yeah, on stage. Yeah. yeah, If I had a longer tongue. Yeah, yeah, that was it. <laughs> yeah, I do enjoy that I song. think it's a great tune. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you meet a lot of great people doing comedy as well. You do. It's not all... Oh, man, most, most of them are lovely. Yeah. Literally, out of all the people I've met, I'd say, like, four people are dicks. Yeah. And it's like, as you know, you know, you're doing it for a few years, you meet hundreds of comics. Mm. Yeah, no, I've, uh, yeah, no, you, you meet, and because it's so hard, everyone's so supportive. Like, the first gig I did, everyone, like, everyone was yeah. dead supportive, and it The majority of comics are super supportive, yeah. man, and it's nice. There is a proper, because it's the only way you can really work, is, like, the whole community thing, like, mm. you know, um, and, like, people putting on gigs for each other as well, like, you know, even if someone's just a comic, you know, like, rather than trying to be a host, a lot of people put on gigs just so we've all got somewhere to perform and get a name out, you know. Yeah. So when did you start putting on gigs for the first time? Uh, before the pandemic, like about a year before the pandemic, probably some of that. So you've probably been doing comedy for like a year or two? Before this? Uh, before, oh, before you oh, started uh, putting on your own shows? Something like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I would like to do that. I think that's a good, it's good. challenge it's, to set yourself. I think there's no set time when you can, man. It's just... It, like, I saw people saying recently, like... um about not wanting to do comedy anymore and they're going to focus on just being an MC, but they're the same thing. Like, mm. being an MC gets you tighter and more than anything, it gets you really comfortable on stage. Yeah, I think I want to maybe do some MCing before mm. starting uh, my own thing, but I've kind of got a venue in mind and stuff like that, so. See, it's good and bad, because then sometimes you can be 
scared of if you go into someone else's to do it as well because it's not your own thing then mm. whereas if it's your baby that you build you know yeah I think emceeing is like the hardest thing ever because when you're up there and an MC starts doing material, I think there's a feeling in the audience that they're kind of taking liberty or something like that. Like, it's really yeah, hard, but yeah. you need to warm them up, but not take too much time. Like, it's I think it's such a challenge. There is, um, I've, I've noticed this, like, there's a lot less... Um, Generosity for, Yeah, from for the them. crowd, for yeah. the MC, yeah. I thought it was me at first, but then I noticed it with other people and talking to other people. Like, it is just a thing, you're right. Yeah. And as, as long as you're aware of that, then I think you're fine. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Most people just go in expecting, you know, to be laughed at constantly in a good way. Mm, yeah. Especially when you're an MC. <laughs> One of the bits I've like gone on stage and said like when I've been MC and is uh, it is my job as an MC to make everybody else look even better and I'm going to do that by being as unfunny as possible. Yeah. <laughs> and for that you are all welcome <laughs> and just kept going like that, you know. Yeah. It worked. Yeah, I you think. want yeah, right. you want to be self deprecating. I think every comedian should have a bit of self-deprecation you'd be open to it at least anyway yeah yeah Mm, not take yourself too seriously I don't yeah I mean I can't imagine too many people to do like no I haven't met I haven't met anyone that's taken themselves seriously I think yeah Yeah, I I was thinking maybe but I'm not going to name them yeah fucking help (laughs) yeah even when someone does something awful you don't want to mention it's just easy enough to. You've easy done it as well. Yeah. You've, you've been awful. You know what I mean. We've all, all, all of us comedians, but all terrible fucking people. To be fair, <laughs> yeah. we are. <laughs> yeah. We are. We are literally torturing ourselves to get some adulation, some attention. Yeah. You don't. It's best not to think about it too much. <laughs> Why you're doing it? You're like huh? you. You kind of tell yourself, "Oh, I need a creative outlet." People have told me I'm funny. I want yeah. to do this. When really. You've reached a point of desperation in your life. That's exactly what it is. And that's, yeah. What, yeah. that's really why you're here. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the truth about comedy. <laughs> it really is, yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. Um, I can assume then, because I meant to ask you this with the Halloween stuff earlier, I can assume you don't believe in ghosts either. No, I don't. I was uh, I was in the office like a, a while back and um, I'd heard someone say the probability of you having a dream about someone and then them dying oh, the next yeah. day is actually quite high and uh and then a woman in my what? office went well that actually happened to me and i was like oh shit so i was just kind of like yeah that's a weird, on her story but that's a weird concept what so the idea of having a dream about someone bef- and then they die yeah and then they die the next day because that's quite a common thing that people say that yeah. they've they've experienced that but apparently the likelihood of it happening is is actually quite high. So well, it's not really... that's probably because we have like hundreds of dreams a night, don't exactly. we? We just don't remember them. Yeah. <laughs> but then something can bring you back and someone dying, that makes sense. Mm. I don't believe, like, especially because I I have a belief in ghosts. Yeah. But I don't believe they're dead people. That, like, I believe, if anything, because um, I did see something when I was younger. I say when I was younger, I was literally about like 25 or 22, actually, to my dad. Um, just a glowing lady at a grave. And I was sober, which is a weird part. Okay. I might have just been hallucinating from pastimes when I've done drugs, so I'm, I'm not denying that. Um, but if there's ghosts so real at all, I think it's probably just like a bleed through from another reality, another dimension kind another of thing. Another dimension. Yeah, because okay. they kind of, we know dimensions exist or do and don't, you know. So that possibly, but I don't know. I could also just be the world glitching. It mm. could be that the world is a... I don't believe in a fucking... Um, I hate that fucking thing, was it? Simulation theory. 
Oh, what simulation? Where we all live in a matrix, basically. Fucking yeah. hate that. Mm. I love the film, The Matrix. The first oh yeah, one. yeah, yeah. I think it's a great. I it's a great idea. Um, yeah. But uh, it's not real. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. But I I wouldn't really know. There's a lot of unknowns, isn't there? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of unknowns, sure, yeah, but then to assume we're in GTA is a mm. whole other one. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. I think I think anything that explains everything is is wrong. Yeah, yeah, Any yeah. Any meta narrative is flawed. Yeah, that bothers and that me. In itself, is a meta narrative, which is flawed. And therein lies its flaw. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah, just head fucked me then. Do you have any like kind of? That kind of stuff you believe in, like any? No, really, no. I don't really. Uh, I don't really have a great deal of, uh, yeah, spiritual no. belief. I, no, no, I, no, I don't mean that. I mean like or, any um, conspiracy stuff you believe in. Not really. Um, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm the guy that just waits for it to come out into the mainstream. <laughs> no, God. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know you're you you love that stuff. I mean, look, I I I think there have been huge conspiracies, obviously. Oh yeah, and I think that's why, like, the reason why the West has so many conspiracy theorists is because there's been so many conspiracy yeah, yeah, theories. Yeah. And like, so like, I get that. And look, hey, if if you're into one and then it comes true, like, more power to you. Like, fair play to you. But uh, I, yeah, I, it's funny how many things like are conspiracy at one point, and then like a few months later they're not. Like um, the whole when like the. Uh, actually back with the vaccine again actually like when um a lot of the testing was being done they, they made out there was all these different like things for the boosters and that all these big um trials and that turns out do you know what they actually what it's come out like they, what they actually did they tested it on four mice did they really for, mm-hmm. for one of the the covid vaccines the booster I think I think look, there's going to be a whole array of stuff that will come out over the, over the next year. It's like, enough. oh my god! <laughs> Legitimately, four mice is what they tested it on, or eight. Either way, it was it was mice. Mm, I did hear single figures. I did hear something that the uh, I think this was in America, but the um, the kind of not the statute for limitations, but the, yeah. the the equivalent of you can have a go at them was like eighty years. So everyone's going to be dead and gone by the time anything comes out. Um, so look there's a lot of shady people out there and that was just a, a field day for them like we, we can get away we can get away like the guy that runs a pub that's like I make PPE yeah I mean who whoever's got the balls to oh, do that I mean yeah. Jesus I was I was like, I was like oh, I'm, I was one of the scared people I was like I'll, I'll just stay inside I'll do oh, I'll, I'll go yeah. out once a day I'll do what I'm told I'm not gonna lie yeah. like I I actually I felt like the pandemic came at the perfect time for me because I'd really got annoyed at people by that point so having like a, a like a full year of not having to really see many people beautiful the, the, I got furloughed for four months it was probably the best time of my life. <laughs> like I got in I got in the best shape yeah. ever and I was just you know what you know when you go on like a nice holiday mm. and you've had a proper rest and you come back and you feel rested I felt that for months after I was furloughed. I just felt great, and it's because you're not. Yeah, you're not yeah, yeah. Go work every day. I was sunbathing in the. In Do you the have garden. children? No. That makes sense. Yeah. No. Yeah. I was. I was. Uh... When you said about going on holiday and feeling refreshed, like, this, this <laughs> yeah. dude does not have children, man. Yeah. <laughs> how many? How many kids have you got? Two. Two. Two little how, dudes. How old are they? Well, the one, the oldest one, is just on his secondary school. Really? Oh, my God. Oh, cool. It's so weird. It's not cool. 
It's not no, cool. It's not cool. No, because I, I, I did you, you. So did you? King's Eve is where I grew up. Right. I went to secondary school at Weaver's Lane. Do you know that? Yeah, I think my cousin went there. Yeah. Uh, boys' you, school. Uh, I'm gonna Alistair McTaggart. Have you ever heard of him? Sorry, to, sorry to name drop you there, Al. But uh, he, yeah, he, he's my cousin. I, I lived with him in uh, King's Heath. Mm. Um, but yeah, Wheeler's Lane rings a bell. Um, it's um, I'm trying to think of where exactly where. It's, I mean, King's Heath. Like in my, there's also like uh, what is it? Do you have one Bishop Chandler? Is that one as well? Mm. I mean, Wheeler's Lane. I definitely know someone that went to Wheeler's Lane because yeah. I've heard of it. Um, it was a boys' school. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Um, uh, Colin Williams. Have you ever heard of? No, no, no. But I mean, there were a fucking lot of people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> going to a boys' school though, and then knowing that my son—he's not going to boys' school; he's going to a mixed school. But still, I remember school. It was suddenly everything went from nicey nicey to. We didn't have paper balls in my school. We had like paper ball fights. We had flaming paper ball fights. Right. We didn't have happy slaps. We had happy punches. We had it, for a bit. It was a thing to go around with a compass to stab each other. Uh, my school was very mm. <laughs> it was apparently it's one of the rougher schools as well it was really fun like t- to be honest though I love the fact that I went there because well it, it maybe not be a bitch now <laughs> so it's kind of forced well, me to not it's, be it's funny you, know? you should say it because <laughs> I often wonder what my life would have been like if my parents had stayed in Birmingham <laughs> but I grew up in like yeah. I had this like angelic <laughs> childhood like in the countryside we had this garden and it like the the end of my garden there was like a little park and uh, I would ride my bike around the town and it was just like it was it was beautiful. Uh, the only park I went to was in year seven to go and take drugs with my mates. Well, this is the thing, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had uh, year seven. But... I had quite a sheltered life, <laughs> yeah. yeah, in comparison. Yeah. Oh man, it's all yeah. different things. Um, but yeah, fucking no, I say that though, but then I hear about some of the stuff that my kid's mum did growing up in Chelmsley Wood and I'm like, so could have been worse. Chelmsley Wood, worse than King's Eve. Right, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think, um, something hill, is that a rough area? No. Uh, Cockshot Hill. Or, oh no. wait, something hill. Uh, Not snow or spark or something. Oh, Snow Hill. Mm. Was that well, a... that's, that's the own town. Mm, yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, Maybe I'm misremembering, yeah. yeah. But like when I when I moved to Birmingham, it was that was like one of the most anxious times of my life. Really, and it wasn't because like Birmingham's like. So how, a, how old were you? Sorry. So I, I would have been I would have left uni. It was probably I was probably oh, about okay. 22, 23. Wow. And uh, I kind of at the drop of a hat went and moved in with my cousin, and I didn't have a job. I was about two grand in my overdraft and stressed as fuck and. When, when I went down there, I, I rang up to change my car insurance over to my new address. And going from a little Derbyshire village to, oh. uh, to King's Eve, <laughs> it doubled. I can and, imagine. And I was, just, I was just like, I can't afford this. So I, I basically <laughs> rang them back after five minutes. And I was like, yeah, um, I just changed my address. Can I change it back, please? <laughs> and they were like, what? Anyway, they read me this like legal spiel. Yeah, they yeah, they yeah. were like, if you ever make a claim, it's going to get investigated, all this. Like, clearly you're lying. I was like, okay, put it down. And I could see my car from outside. And I was just like stressing out so much. And then my TV just blew up. <laughs> what? <laughs> it just blew up. And it was like, it was like, Jesus. Out, it was like someone out of a film. And I was just like, I'm going to have a panic attack. That does right sound now. like a very bad start to Birmingham. It was. Like, it really was. And you've admitted to a crime now as well, which is even worse. 
Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, it's registered at the correct place now. Yeah, now it is, yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, um, and that was, it's all comedy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it so it's all, yeah. it's all comedy. For example, I am definitely not going to go and get really high after this, for example. Comedy. Anyway, I am. But, uh, <laughs> okay, um, I don't fucking remember. Yeah. Fucking, you remember, for, yeah, the university. I think I wanted to jump back to that. Okay. Uh, see, I never went to university, but everyone seems to fucking hate uni after they leave it. Everyone seems to be like in super debt. And mm. then, is it just me or do a very small fraction of the people that go to university and get in debt and actually then carry on with that job? Well, like I a mean, tiny small percentage. I mean, I, I, I did a very like, I suppose you call it like a vocational degree. It wasn't like a, like a one of the core subjects. Mm. I did. Uh, I don't even want to say it because it's a mouthful and it's so boring go that on. you'll fall asleep. Go on, go on. I did architectural technology, and like, I actually like architecture. Part of me dies every time I say it because it's that boring. <laughs> but so I've gone and on and done that as as a like a, a job. Yeah, I don't. Don't like it. Oh, you actually. Oh, okay. So you I'm someone that's gone and done it, but like, Good man. I very nearly did sociology at uni, and I can imagine that if I'd done that, I, I would. Yeah. I always wanted to go in into you. Like, I did college in that uh, media and stuff, and then I was like, I don't really see why it would be particularly helpful going into uni to do that. Mm. But I kind one thing I always wanted to go into uni to do. Well, just to learn about in general, like actually go and do courses about with like uh, theology and all that kind of stuff. I love learning about religions and history in general. Yeah, I, that, they're all it, my favourite subjects, humanities subjects, like history yeah. and all, all of that stuff. Uh, yeah. I imagine there's some of that kind of stuff in there. Was it like, or was it just the architectural engineering? It was. It was, it, was literally, it was literally like architecture is a really long course, and they basically for my course they basically took out all of the art history all the, oh, all the interesting yeah. stuff and, it, and they, it's like no you do the drawings for the builder okay <laughs> like, this is which is do. where the money is it's the main thing you need to do yeah, uh, yeah I, I suppose it's the it's the core role yeah. of, of what you're supposed to be doing but, so, uh, so if we ever need somebody to design two more towers that can withstand planes we come to you uh, don't know why I went there but <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could design that no um, neither could they apparently mm, well it's quite a difficult brief, I think. I don't think any engineer would, yeah. I mean, I was listening to, um, like, it's, it's such a weird thing to get into, but I was listening to um, the architectural, um, do, do you know what it is in, um, you might know, like, in New York and stuff, they've got, like, a, like a guild of architectures or something, of architects that, like, big, like, the higher ones or something, just okay. do stuff together. Do you know what that is? Or? Uh, I, I don't know. No. I, haven't, I haven't heard of that. Um, I remember they were talking to them after, like, 9-11 and stuff. It was like five years later, and the one said to him was like asking him about how Tower Seven fell down, um, and he at the time was like, "No, there wasn't a third tower that fell down. That definitely didn't happen." And obviously, they found out later there was a third tower that was never. There hit. was a third tower. Yeah, see, see. So I'm so sorry, man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, no, it, I, it, I know nothing about it's, conspiracy. It's purposely been. It's not conspiracy. Mm. It just, it, <laughs> <laughs> there was a third. tower. I know nothing about reality. There was a third. Yeah, like um, World Trade Center Seven. Um, it was like you got obviously the main two towers here, and then you had like another building here, and then uh, World Trade Center Seven was there. Right. Uh, never got hit, uh, but fell down as well. And he he said first of all the fact that they didn't know about it was so strange but then just looking into it and it's like it wasn't hit by a plane um apparently what it was was that the jet fuel managed to leak into there burn it and knock it down which makes it, 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 it basically these are like the architectural people saying it like 
This is the only building that's ever fell down like that. The only one that had up until that point and has since. It should be like the most, uh, you know, the most read into or um, looked into architectural blunder ever. Right. But yet it's never really been brought up. I mean, just just the... It's uh, very strange. Just the collapse of those huge towers. I can imagine, like, the foundations to the buildings around it. That that must have been affected and stuff. Like it, no, it wasn't that. No. No. They said it was um, jet fuel leaks. Right. Uh, which is also strange straight away because um, the cladding or something that was on it was supposed to be protective or something. It's, wow. It's, I'm yeah. surprised you haven't like read into it if you do the architecture yourself. Just just, just listen to some of the. To be honest, mate, I'm I'm so sick of architecture. When I get home. <laughs> That's a good I point, do, actually. It's a fair fucking anything. point. Like I, when, when I was a kid, I liked grand designs and stuff, and now now I watch it, and it's like the architect forgot to do this, and I'm just there like fucking hell. Did I forget to do that? I can't watch this shit. It's just really interesting. Like um, the tower said more than anything. Most of the stuff that people say about it, it's like I don't know where you're getting this stuff from. Like a lot of like a lot of the bullshit that people say, just because one thing doesn't make sense, they're like, oh, so everything else must have been fake and stuff. It's like, no, one part on its own can be interesting without everything else being a fucking lie, mm-hmm. basically. But a lot of people don't get that part. But well, uh, Trade Center Seven, very interesting. Okay, like it, it just makes no sense, like why it happened, like it did, and especially as because there was a building in between as well, which was unaffected. Um, there was even reports beforehand. Um, there was a. Uh, news coverage that was going on you know one of those things and they had a thing at the bottom saying um that uh world trade center seven has gone down when it hadn't at that point right which is weird too fair enough i think you know what it is for me in conspiracy theories Mm. is i think i like i'm i'm scared of finding out something that that they've hidden that's a scary world and i i need i need to accept (laughs) Uh, whatever's being told to me. Well, I think one of the scary things about that is I don't really, f- I don't know if I think it's a false flag per se. I mean, do you know what a false flag is? Uh, no, no, explain it's, the false flag. A false flag is like um, them, um, let's say, for example, if the government would have done it to themselves as an excuse to then blame it on um, Saddam. Was so, it so, so like WMDs is Doing a false flag? Is no. That, no. Okay. no, no. So if, if the government... So you use signing level for an example. If the government wanted an excuse to go to a war with um, Iraq, was it at the time for the oil and so, stuff or whatever it was? In the end, it was the reason. So they went to Afghanistan first, but then they tried yeah. to say Iraq was involved and Somewhere. they had WMDs as well. Oh, kind of. Yeah. No. Yeah. This is more like basically doing a terrorist attack to yourself, right? To give the public understanding as to why you can then say, okay, this is why we need to go and mm. yeah. And people like to think. America would never do that, would they? America would never do that. Uh, they, they did. Like, I don't mean 9-11. I mean, um, uh, the Cuban Missile Crisis time. Yeah, I've like, I, again, I, yeah, I don't yeah. know much about that stuff, but, like, I'm sure JFK with the v- military-industrial complex yeah, and J- all that stuff. JFK yeah, vetoed um, a plan by all the government, basically. The army people, I don't know who they were, but um, basically they wanted to, uh, was it bomb um, a... An American, uh, not a submarine, uh, like a cruise ship kind of thing, or some okay. big boat, or so, and something else as well. Uh, but he vetoed it completely. But it's just with like what the Freedom of Information Act stuff. Mm. Right, it's just it's just there. It's confirmed. So they did do it before, and then the president vetoed it. I mean, he died not too long afterwards, though, which is even weirder. But I don't think there's that much to that. Actually, quite, I looked into the JFK thing quite a lot. 
um, for something I did before. Yeah, I watched the film JFK. Yeah. And I mean, it was... Um, I think it would be better is like, I would love to see like a Netflix series of yeah, yeah. of explaining all of that rather than a kind of drama film. Yeah, uh, they uh, are better. Yeah, yeah, because that's a that's a that's a conspiracy. Yeah, yeah, and one of the biggest ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it could have happened, like they said. That's the thing, though. Apart from the magic bullet thing, which doesn't make any sense. Like a mm. bullet can apparently go through your body and ricochet the different things and come out pristine, and just on the gurney clean. Yeah, <laughs> I mean clearly, that makes no sense. Clearly, there was some. But um, for everything I looked at it, I think more than anything, people assume it was like what, like uh, the CIA trying to kill him and all these things. And there's a lot of weird stuff. Like they changed the route; they didn't tell certain people beforehand. They went drinking the night before the CIA did before they went and did this thing with him. Um, more than anything, though, I think it, I just think the CIA accidentally shot him from behind. I think that's what he was. You think, oh god, that's a bad day. At the office. <laughs> it's a very you bad accidentally day. shot the president. Well, they also said they'd never had one of these guns that could have done it. Despite the fact that there's a photo of the guy behind holding the exact gun behind JFK. Like, right. That gun weren't there, yet you're holding it. Ah. There's you a know lot- what? I like that as a conspiracy, that they were just trying to save poor Bill, who had a terrible day at work. <laughs> and they were like, oh, we'll come up with this story. We're going to save Bill. He's two years from retirement. He doesn't need this shit. Yeah. Have you ever heard of um, MK Ultra? <sighs> yeah, now where have I heard of that from? Could have been the same kind of thing, just involved in JFK. Right, okay. Um, MKUltra is like the whole, uh, the LSD dosing that they used to do. Oh, so I saw, um, I think it was on a Joe Rogan or something yeah, that they yeah. mentioned it. And that's, um, is it Ted Kaczynski? Was was he part of them or was He that... was one of them. Yeah. Uh, and... Ted Kaczynski, um, what's that guy? Uh, Charles Manson. Yeah. Um, oh, I've been one as well. Yeah. I mean, that's disturbing stuff <laughs> yeah, the yeah. experimenting on people's minds right there that's the that. Mid- midnight climax is another one as well have you heard it's the same thing but rather than just doing it like you know dosing them in secret they would wait for people to go to a like a not a brothel but um like those places you know where you put their money in and like the thing comes up in the 70s and there'll like be a, a girl behind the screen yeah 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 one of them but what actually happened was when it started they would then get um gassed <laughs> with LSD there's another version of it oh god yeah I, yeah. and one of the main doctors that was involved in all that because the idea was dose them up so that they could like is the idea of like mind control because apparently they thought the Soviets had it or something but they never did um, like, basically mind control in the sense of destroy them mentally and then make them believe what you want it's not mind control it's just fucking someone up yeah it's abuse yeah, yeah. and um, basically Jack Kirby, the one who eventually shot Lee Harvey Oswald, you know, the guy who shot JFK. Um, he was being walked out, like, I'm doing a perp walk outside, and then this um, Jack Ruby came up and shot him, the one you see in the video, even though he's like a nightclub owner who has no reason, he had no reason to do that. And then he was in jail, and then the, one of the head doctors, he found out years later, you know, decades later, that was involved in the MK Ultra stuff, went in, um, did something with him, and then after that, basically, they decided that he had gone crazy and they couldn't interview him. Yeah. Jack Ruby. Very strange, man. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I'm not even going to pretend to know. Just very interesting. Yeah, that makes my skin crawl a bit. <laughs> mm. Very interesting. I mean, the world... For anyone to think that the world is all pristine, lovely and roses, are silly people. I'm sorry. The world's shit. But in a great way. 
Yeah, I yeah, I, I think I choose ignorance a lot. <laughs> I, yeah, I'd rather be ignorant to it. And it's probably I'm not the president. I have, uh, whoa, whoa, I have whoa, nothing to worry whoa. about. I look as long as I'm going to stay out of it. I thought this whole time I was talking to Mr. Biden. You're yeah. telling me you're not Mr. Biden. Yeah, I don't think Mr. Biden knows if he's Mr. Biden. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a very good point. <laughs> oh, he's a fucking farcical man. The last fucking uh, presidents that I had have been hilarious. Just like our fucking prime ministers, the two world powers have had ridiculous leaders mm. over the last few years, man. Yeah, it's not a good sign, is it? It Boris and fucking Trump at the same time. I mean, that alone. Yeah. We, we survived that, though. So we can survive Boris and Trump at the same time. Maybe we can survive anything. Mm. Maybe that's the real moral of the story there. Yeah, Boris and Trump and a global pandemic. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And we did make it through. We made it through. Yeah. To be fair, I think... I don't know how you feel about this, but I feel like, in the end, the um, UK did a pretty decent job of getting through it. In the end, considering where we're at now compared to some other countries still, mm. you know. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a lot to criticise. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. but I would have done a terrible job. Oh, I'd have done everything perfect. Yeah, I would have. Perfect. Yeah, I don't know what I would have done. I think we'd <laughs> still be in lockdown. I think I would get so stressed out. I would just lock everyone down. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what they did. Mm. Like three times with this. Yeah, I think like it that. was. The, the first one was like the fun one, where it's like, this is novel, <laughs> get food delivered. Over the first two weeks, people were really nice to each other too. Yeah, yeah. And then the second one was just mind-numbingly boring. Yeah, it wasn't a good sequel. Because it was cold and... Like all sequels, it's never as good as the first. No. The third one, sometimes it picks up again though. <laughs> yeah. It does. Yeah. <laughs> because I mean, we had a set time as well for that one, I think. Yeah, yeah, we were like, oh, we're just going to do it this long this time. And they were like, yeah. the last one. Mm. And I actually like believed that at that point because I was like, even if it gets to the point now where they should do a lockdown, just because they've said it and they're like, well, we've said it now, they, they will not do a lockdown. So maybe we needed a lockdown again. I don't know, but mm. we didn't. Only in then, in the end, we're good. I think now. I don't know if I had COVID at any point. I did. I've I've had it twice now. Mm. The first time, I I think I got like the first variant, and uh, yeah, it was weird. I felt like I had vertigo. Um, yeah. yeah, kind of, kind of lightheaded, and it lasted for like a week. Um, but I found if I opened the window, it kind of got a lot better. And I was, <laughs> I, was I was renting and not paying for heating, so it was at, at winter, so I just had my window <laughs> wide open and the heating on full blast, and that's kind of how I coped. I think I didn't know that I did at any time, but both me and my mom like realised at a certain point that her tastes had changed. Mm. And I know that's one of the main things. So maybe I did know just we were both one of the lucky ones, you know, that just didn't get affected much by it. Um, I lost my ability for spice completely though at one point. Really? Yeah, man. I love spicy food. And then not too, I thought I was getting it back. I, I was getting it back. And then about a month or two ago, probably a month ago, me and Nathan Parrish and the Kildren Comedy, we did um, the One Chip Challenge. Oh, God. That shit destroyed Oh, I think me. I did see that clip. <sighs> Oh yeah. my god, dude, that was horrible. I'm glad we're not doing anything like that. No, today. I'm never doing that again. Mm. It's hard enough to eat as well for me. Like, it's fucking extremely dry, those crisps, too. So dry. Oh man, it was fucking horrendous. Uh, next time, I want a full lineup of wings. That's what I'll do. Yeah, the hot wings yeah, thing. Man. That's a good show. Mm. Yeah. I wanted to dry fucking. Um... 
dry fucking. It makes it worse at the dryness of it, and it's just like you know, you try to like you got no saliva, and we just smoked a completely legal cigarette before it. Completely legal cigarette before it. It didn't help. It made my mouth even drier, mm. like all legal cigarettes do naturally. You know. Yeah. <laughs> You're not a uh, smoker at all. Um, I, I I was at uni. I kind of did it a lot there. Um. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying. Like I still smoke cigarettes occasionally, but I, I'm trying to uh, to stop be a mature that. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like mm. you get you're the same age. Actually, you understand. And mm. as soon as you get to thirty, your body literally you start feeling it falling apart, man. Mm. You really do. Yeah, you've got to take care of it. I don't, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you notice it when you don't. Like, do you, like generally every time I drink now, I have like certain things I'll do. Like I have like systems in it, you know, to make myself feel better. I've realised um, I get because I get headaches a lot, and I'm proper like thinking about my body now all the time. And I've realised like very recently, if you just it's such a weird thing to think. Just sit there for a second and just think and relax your head. It helps so much. Like all here, so weird. if you ever get a headache again, just think about it for a bit. Just relax your head. Okay. It's a really strange thing. I know. <laughs> I'll give it a go because hangovers now are unbearable. Yeah, yeah. It's more the uh, it's less the physical symptoms of a hangover. The emotional symptoms of anger, <laughs> oh, the the anxiety. It's like, weird, ain't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, and you you know, you're you like, know. oh, I'm getting the the guilt from last yeah, night. Even, yeah, yeah. Even though I didn't so, do anything, but, yeah. it's it's strange the well, way. It, before we finish off, actually, one thing I was going to show you. Um, what I was doing because I went down to uh, the actress and bishop yesterday for um, Gerbsy's. Gerbsy's yeah, so warnings. I met him at one of your gigs, and he's doing this. Okay. Um, what is it like it's a quiz? Warning, uh, no. Um, it's kind of like a mock the week that kind of thing you know okay. like big topics that people the audience have given and they'll come up and um, like there's a rapid fire round there's a debate with two comics around I'm doing it next month and I'm really looking forward to it okay cool I'm doing that on the 22nd at the Actress and Bishop and then literally the day after is mine at the Actress and Bishop um, and he's doing my one as well as a thing so we're doing you know a crossover kind of thing nice okay cool um that is like a kind of quiz thing more than anything. Like that was what I was doing during the pandemic. That sounds good. I like. I like. I like the pub. I've only been there for like a music gig. Oh, it's but lovely, man. Yeah, it's. it's oh yeah, that's, that's what I was going to point out to you. So I was up there yesterday, and um, uh, I was chilling with Andrew Fayer. If you know him? No. Uh, Mr. Chuckles. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. yeah. Um, well, you know, the three of us. But at the end, uh, me and him were fucking my photos, playing downstairs because we realised. Um, they have like I, did, I don't know how long they've done this for but they've got like all board games on all the different tables downstairs okay and we, we had like one of the most intense games of Jenga <laughs> fucking ever man like you, oh no, let me find the end look at these fucking look at this four bits look, and up there look that's impressive it was a that fucking... looks like the minimum <laughs> oh man it was a it was literally the minimum you had like four I've never understood until last night Jenga is a legitimate pub game. And oh yeah, definitely. It's fucking fun. Yeah, I've played giant Jenga at a festival and gotten really into it, like a crowd, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a crowd yeah. forms. Yeah. <laughs> oh fucking hell, man. Um, oh, I don't know. I think we're getting up to the end now. Unless there's anything you want to bring up, anything? No, no, that's all good. Thank you very much for having me. You're welcome. Tell them your plugs. Tell them where they can find your stuff. Your name. Tell them where your head is. Um, I have no social media. I. Uh, I've got one gig coming up on the 3rd of November and 
That's it. This will be Be there. <laughs> Where was it? Yeah, uh, it's it's in Litchfield. I'm trying to remember the name of the pub. It's the hardest thing to try to remember. Yeah. As I said, I fucking always forget to write it down myself, man. Mm. And just yeah. a few days before, you're like, what's the person's name? Where is it? Okay, cool. Yeah. Easiest way in here. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. So two days before, when was it again? Uh, 3rd of November. So on the 1st of November, maybe have a look at where the venue is. Okay. Yeah. No, not you. I'm <laughs> <laughs> saying day go on. Have a look at your you were looking at me. socials. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was looking at myself, actually. I can't help but look at myself, man. I'm Fair. a vain bastard. Fair. The shopkeeper earlier told me that I looked funky today. Funky? That's a good thing. I, yeah. I, assumed, yeah. I assumed. Or he thought I smelt one of them. Yeah. Yeah. I, t- I think he was saying I smelt, you know. Sorry, I've planted that in your head now. Yeah, you have yeah. done. Sorry. All right, let's well, finish. I need to go have a shower. Okay, great. <laughs> um... But same for me, though, as always, um, KD Comedy Inc. Check out anything that's going on on the uh, 23rd of 11th will be the Comedian Quiz Off of the Actress and Bishop with Nathan Parrish, Alex Plant, Griff, Callum Jarvis-Jones and a special Comedian Quiz Off contestant, classic one. Maybe it's not a lady, maybe it's not that much of a sausage fest. Who knows? Maybe I'm lying. And Just Peas, a special score master hosted by this beautiful bastard right here. And In Your House Comedian Podcast... Um, Killed him with comedy. Uh, I don't know. Just have a look. I don't. I got gigs coming too. Just have a look on Katie Comedy. I can't be asked to go through them now. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>